This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the None and Never podcast. I'm your host Natalie Bromley and in the first of our summer specials we are wrapping up from last season. I'm joined in the studio by resident statistician Statman Dave. I'm also joined by our FPL expert Adam Dennett. What are we looking at? We are looking at the celebrity fans. We are looking at Burnley celebrity fans. We are giving you our leaderboard for there. We are revealing competition winners. Adam is talking us through the conclusion of the much-loved known and ever fantasy Premier League where we crown our league champion and our cup champion. And we look ahead to what we have in store for you for the summer. This is this week's Known and Never podcast. Here we go. And this week's episode, our first of our summer specials, we are joined by Statman Dave Roberts. Good evening, Dave. Good evening, Natalie. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And we are joined by resident FPL expert and all-round good egg, Adam Dennett. Adam, how are we? Good evening. Yeah, nice, uh, nice soft something to uh, to fill the void of uh, of summer. It is, it is indeed. We are going to give you some summer podcast listeners because, quite frankly, we are not ready for the end of the season. We are missing football terribly. We've just had the best season that I think any of us can remember for a very long time and quite frankly we don't want to be on some holidays usually producer Matt is dragging us along now trying to get us some summer content but this time we are very very eager so we're going to start with this episode where we're going to wrap up some things from last season we have got um the fan stuff the celebrity fan awards to give out and Burnley celebrity fans we've got FPL titles to give out and just competition winners and all sorts so this is going to be a bit of an admin heavy podcast listeners if it's not your cup of tea we will forgive you for skipping on to the next one but do stay with us because quite frankly we've missed you and we we like to to hear from you Dave all last season the second half of the season in fact we decided we're going to launch a new fixture feature which very much became a bit of a fan favorite and that was of course rating our opposition's celebrity fans Adam we loved this didn't we yeah, it was a good bit of fun. caused uh, caused some controversy some weeks, um, mainly because of uh, Dave's Dave's rules and people not agreeing with some of them, and uh, and then yeah, the odd the odd uh, pie and all sorts of things yes, getting in like a pie mascot and yeah, all sorts of things were in there. But yeah, a bit of fun. Really, really nice feature. I enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed it immensely as well. And I think I think there was a little bit of uh, playing playful teasing from the non and ever team about Dave because Dave did get a little bit silly with his rules. You know, I think we had must be couldn't be an owner if you're going to be a fan. What? You had to have a pulse. Okay, fine. And then we got mascot put in there and made up people who don't exist. So I think the non and ever team decided to go a little bit rogue with Dave with our scoring just to get a little bit of retribution with Dave. Now, Dave, of course, we did enjoy it very much. So we're very much grateful to your hard work. So a couple of things. Firstly, there was, of course, a league. Who ended up topping that? What? what, what who, who got the, the top of the Celebrity Fans League? Well, I'm going to work, work our way through. I'm going to tell oh, you good, who good, good. the uh, relegation places were. We've got three teams in the, in the relegation spots. Three teams go down, of course. Although, obviously, we've not done Burnley. There's more of that to uh, to mention later. There is. Uh, but of the 23 opposition teams we looked at, uh, the three that were lowest scoring, it may just be a coincidence, this, uh, but in, uh, tw- uh, in in 20th equal place, uh, we had uh, Luton Town and Preston North End. Uh, they have four points each for their celebrity fans. Uh, but the bottom two places were taken up by two other Lancashire teams. We had... Blackpool on two points in 22nd place on their own. And bottom of the table were our near neighbours, Blackburn Rovers, with one point, which I thought was a little bit harsh. Who gave them one point? I gave them zero. No, one point. They got one. Are you sure? I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to that episode because I'm sure. I don't, Adam, I'm not sure I would give them a point. Did I feel sorry for them? It's between one and ten, so they can only get one. No, they, I gave City zero. City got zero, Rovers got one. Right, well, I'm not having that then. Can I moderate my own moderation, please? Because I'm not having that I actually gave Rovers a point. How did I give them a point? It's too late. The season's finished now. Okay, but I am the moderator, so I'm... Anyway, well, listen, you know, I must have been feeling sorry for them because I don't know if our listeners remember, but we won everything we could have won against Rovers this season. We beat them twice. They didn't score a single goal against us. Six points out of six. And we won the league at Ewood. <laughs> so, and yeah. we stopped them getting to the playoffs as well. And we stopped them. Well, they kind of did that themselves, to be honest. They capitulated. So that's fine. Uh, so maybe I was just feeling sorry for them. But yeah, I'm not having that. I gave them a point. Okay. So they were at the bottom. How, how did mid-table look, Dave? Uh, well, working our way up, uh, we had Wigan and Millwall with five points. We had uh, Rotherham United in 17th on their own on five and a half. Uh, Going up further, we had Huddersfield Town and Hull City, 15th equal. They have six points each, a bit more respectable. Uh, Three teams were in 12th equal. They were Birmingham City, Coventry City and Reading. They got six and a half each. Uh, And then we had five teams in joint seventh place on seven points. They were Cardiff City, Middlesbrough, Queen's Park Rangers, Stoke City and Sunderland, which leaves us with uh, six other teams. We had three, uh, four teams sorry, on thir- uh, third equal position on eight points. They were Bristol City. They had the likes of John Cleese, Jensen Button, Tony Robinson, Marcus Trescothic, Jonathan Pierce, and Banksy, which there was a little bit of a controversy over, uh, whether he actually... Or she exists. Um, Swan City, Oprah Winfrey was another controversial one. Uh, Ellis James, Rob Bryden, Catherine Zeta Jones, Michael Sheen, and Max Boyce. 
Uh, they were on eight points as well. Uh, Watford, Anthony Joshua, Jerry Halliwell, Chris Stark, Stephen Finn, Brian Conley and Adam Leventhal. I thought that was a generous eight points for Watford. That wasn't one an episode that I was on. Otherwise, that would have been uh, coming down, I think, from, from a <laughs> bit, bit generous for Watford. And we had West Brom. I think they were they were fairly sound. They had Frank Skinner, Adrian Childs, Liam Payne, Lenny Henry, Kat Dealey. And uh, the late Betty Boothroyd, who was sadly alive when we recorded the episode and uh, and passed away later in the season, unfortunately. Indeed. Um. So that that covers us to what position? Where we're up to there? Uh, we're just top, top two. So drop Ooh. Uh, in second place, we had Sheffield United. Ooh. Uh, had, you may recall Sean Bean. Uh, Joe Root, the cricketer, Paul Heaton, the singer, uh, Joe Elliott, the uh, lead singer of Def Leppard, Jessica Ennis-Hill and the boxer, Kel Brook, not Kelly Brook, as uh, yeah. was mentioned in the episode. Uh, they had eight and a half points, uh, which leaves us with our top opposition celebrity fans team, uh, which were... Norwich City. Ah, I do remember that. It was a good one. They had a very good selection. Uh, Stephen Fry, uh, Ed Balls, Mylene Klass, Alexander Armstrong, Jake Humphrey and the author Philip Pullman. Yeah, that's a good list, is that? How does that stack up with you, Adam? Were you happy with that? Uh, Yeah, I think they're all good at the top, I think. I I, uh, were a fan of the the West Brom list more, but um, obviously overall opinion... um, comes into it so yeah yeah good fair winners good yeah i like that and yeah i i I still maintain my apologies that i somehow gave rovers a point don't know how i did that um so where does that leave us at then i do believe that we simply have to crown our burnley celebrity fans don't we Dave? is that where we're going next yeah well the way i've done this is i've selected well I've, I've, i've found 12 and i've done my own top 10 so i'm going to count down from 10 to 1 uh, and then we're going to see if our listeners agree with me or not. I want, we want mm. our listeners to send in their top six, either from the top ten that I've given or any others they could think of. We did get some suggestions through, and they've been incorporated into what we've looked at as well. But I'm going to give you a rundown of the top ten. I'm going to give you the name. I'm going to give you when they were born and where they were born. I'm going to tell you who they were. And also I'm going to give you their Twitter followers, which Ooh. will give you a a benchmark for an, another measure. I, I don't think that's the only measure, but I think that what we are looking for is notable Burnley fans, not necessarily the biggest Burnley fans, the ones who've been to the most games, but the ones who perhaps are the more recognisable to the general public, let's say. OK, go ahead. So we've got, in 10th place, uh, John Ketley, born in 1952 in Halifax. He's a weatherman. Uh, BBC weatherman, who's now a freelance meteorologist he pops up on the uh, programs from from time to time and i think he does uh, lbc weather doesn't he if i'm uh, correct uh, so he's our number 10 uh, in ninth position we've got burnley born christian fraser born in 1973 uh, he's a bbc news broadcaster he's currently the presenter of the context on the bbc news channel and he's got six and a half thousand twitter followers although i think uh, he did have a Twitter account and he deleted it and he's re-established his Twitter account, which is why that counts maybe a little bit on the low side. Okay. So a bit of a mitigation there. Uh, <laughs> in eighth, eighth, eighth position, we've got another Burnley-born uh, Burnley fan, uh, Sam Aston, born in 1993. 
He's an actor. He's portrayed Chesney. Chesney. Which I've never, on Coronation, I've never seen Coronation Street and I don't watch it. Uh, but apparently, like I'm, I'm well informed, he's been on Coronation Street for over 20 years. He started out in 2003 and he's got 41,700 Twitter followers. And he's is that your benchmark, Dave? Is that how, how their celebrity status lands, how many Twitter followers they've got? I do love that about uh, you. It's, it's just there as an additional factor. that The ones okay. towards the top of the list do have more, but you'll see that as we... Uh, okay, as we go ahead, go ahead. Uh, seventh position, we've got Rachel Brown-Finnis, born yeah. in 1980, also in Burnley, uh, former footballer, England goalkeeper, and now a regular TV pundit. Uh, she has got 31,400 Twitter followers. Uh, sixth position, uh, Alistair Campbell, born in 1957 on the other side of the border uh, in Keithley. Uh, he's a journalist, author, broadcaster. He's the co-presenter with uh, Rory Stewart, I think, of the UK's biggest political podcast, The Rest is Politics. And, and he's, he's also got... previous guest of the Known and Ever podcast. We've had him on well, the show. He's... He's not the only one on this uh, on this list Ooh. to uh, think. I know where you might be going with number one. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, Alistair Campbell has got over a million Twitter followers. He's got a million and twenty five thousand Twitter followers, so he's got a big, big following on there. Uh, in fifth position, uh, we I've put uh, Tony Livesey, uh, born in nineteen sixty four in Burnley. He's a journalist and broadcaster. He's currently the co presenter of the BBC Five Live Drive Time show. So big audience from that, big recognition. But surprisingly, only 37,800 Twitter followers, which I thought uh, was a little on the low side. But uh, in terms I wonder, of... I wonder whether that's because a lot of a lot of the mainstream journalists don't necessarily have the same freedom on Twitter than maybe other yeah. celebrities. So maybe that makes our accounts maybe less interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I'm speculating. It's just there's an additional factor. It's not not the uh, not certainly not the be all and end all. Um in fourth place then on our list we've got another friend of the show uh, we had on as a, a guest, Jordan North, born in 1990 in York. Uh, he's a Radio One DJ and TV presenter and he was also a star on I'm a Celebrity, which is another programme that I've never watched as well. Uh, he has got uh, 180,000 Twitter followers. And then we get to our top three. In third place, a sportsman. Any guesses? Um, yeah, I was going to say Jimmy Anderson. Jimmy Anderson, tell. born in 1982 in Burnley, uh, is England's finest test bowler, uh, one of the all-time greats, and he's still playing at the age of 40, coming up 41, I think, next month. And he's got 1.1 million Twitter followers. Uh, number two on the list, and this is where the the rules. Oh, get here we go! Here we go! <laughs> this is where the rules get adapted. Let's say um, what I'm permitting now in the rules, uh, based on feedback that I've got from my colleagues over the season. Otherwise known as making it up as you go along. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've adapted the rules to allow individuals who are owners or co-owners. Oh, I'm not having this. If they've been much more famous for something else before being involved with the club. So in, yeah, in number one of JJ Watt in as number two. Yes. Oh, I'm not having that. Not away. You let us have Elton John for Watford and you're putting JJ Watt in for Burnley. I, I, yeah. I quit. Uh, 
<laughs> oh my days. Go on. <laughs> Justin James Watt, born in 1989 in Pewaukee, Wisconsin, uh, former NFL defensive end for the Houston Texans, uh, and has 5.6 million Twitter followers. So that's uh, well up there in terms of uh, profile. Um, and that was our number two. Any guesses on who we've got as number one? King With even more. There's something or other. Gotta be King, King Charles. Charles III, born in 1948 in London at Buckingham Palace, believe it or not. Uh, the current King of England. And got, well, he hasn't got his own Twitter account, but the Royal Family account has 5.7 million Twitter followers, just slightly more than uh, JJ Watt has. So I that's, expected uh, more from the Royal Family. Well, not everyone's cup of tea, is it? That's very true. Um, Adam, make it make sense to me. Make it. What is this nonsense? I think we did overrule Dave early in the season. That's why Watford got such a high score. And we said Elton John's got to count. Yeah. Dave Actually, so, you might be right there, to be fair. I think yeah, that I do I do remember that. I think we, we unilaterally put him in there and said he can, they can have like eight or nine for that. And we're probably not going to get many VAR decisions next year, so we've got to make um, we've got to make some things go our way, don't we? Okay. Yeah. Well, next season, Dave, are we going to establish a set of rules and stick to them? Yeah, probably. Okay, that's fine. Uh, that's um, for a little club in East Lancashire, Adam. That's a pretty impressive list of celebrity fans. I think that puts us. I think that puts us eleven out of ten. We've got the king. Yeah. I've. Um... I've, that's another reason I really enjoy that feature, just because you just don't know a lot of the information. True. Like I had a struggle to like when you said them going through. I think I've heard of it, he heard of most of them support following Burnley at some point, but I wouldn't have been able to just grab that list together. Um, I'd have probably had uh, Alistair Campbell a bit higher on there, definitely above Tony Livesey. But um, yeah, I would have as well. I'd have put yeah, I would have put him there, and I certainly would not have JJ Watts in that list. I'm just saying. I, don't get me wrong, <laughs> I love the guy, and he's he's my new favourite, but. He's got his. He's got to earn his spurs before he gets put into in our celebrity list. Um, it is a. It's a great feature. It's a great feature because we are very lucky at the known and ever podcast to have the legend that is Dave Roberts. Dave, what are you going to do next season instead of celebrity fans? Well, we're going to do it again because it's a different set of teams mostly, so we can oh, kind of get away. Oh my doing god, it again. what is wrong with me? I take two weeks off on holiday and I forget how to podcast. Like what? Of course, we've got a completely different thing. I tell you what will be a really good feature as well maybe for the first half of the season. Why could we do something like like famous foods from the area or something silly like that? <laughs> Is that in your knowledge bank? Am I massively overstating what Dave's knowledge bank consists of? If, if you're volunteering <laughs> to research and uh, do that, then I'm quite happy, yes. I will, I'll help. I'll help with that. I, I was That just came to me in a moment of inspiration. And I, I genuinely forgot that Dave has limitations. He doesn't know. He's not Google. He doesn't know everything. He just knows things about Berlin and football. Anyway, um, is, is that everything that we need to wrap up, Dave, from the preview show from last year? Have we got anything else? I think we've got a couple of competition winners, haven't we, that we need to yeah. reveal. So a couple of competitions that were run on our pages, listeners. And the reason we're giving these, these out now is, number one, to legitimise them and let you know that we do run these competitions fairly and we do have real winners. And secondly, to keep an eye out for them next year because we're going to be running more collaborations and more competitions next year and you can bag yourself some lovely Clarets memorabilia and merchandise for free. 
So first one we did, we partnered with Matthew J.I. Wood Design and Illustration to give out a fantastic print of Burnley's championship winning game. Uh, winner there was Danny Bartley, who won that via our Facebook page. Congratulations, Danny. If you haven't already got hold of Matthew J. Wood, please do do so and claim your prize. And then our most recent giveaway was in collaboration with Pitch Publishing, who we're very grateful for, to for giving us a copy of... Um, Out of the Wilderness, Clive Holt's um, recent book. And that was won by Andy Richings on Twitter. Um, congratulations to both of you. Do please enjoy your merchandise and let us know how you get on. Um, if any of our listeners do have anything they do want to collaborate with us, drop us a line. You can tweet us at None and Ever. You can DM us on Facebook or you can email us at podcast at noneandever.net. We are always looking to collaborate with other fan groups, um, artists, uh, anybody, writers, other podcasters. It's a big family and there is room for everybody. So please do get in touch if there's anything you want to collaborate on. Uh, Dave, anything else from you before we hand over to the powerhouse that is Adam Dennett? Uh, I don't think so. Other than any, any feedback on that uh, Claret celebrity list, if people want to get in touch with their mm. top six, it'd be interesting to see how the views differ of who, who should be on there. Because we did, we've we've got given a wide really? list there. You want you want to open that up to our listener base to say, yeah, do you love views different? Okay, rather you than me. E- email Dave. Don't don't send it to me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Adam Dennett. We have some FPL roundups to do. We need to crown some champions, I believe. Take it away, monsieur. Yeah. So first off, I thought we've been doing the um, team of the week feature this season. Um, Got the best team across the entire season. Um, which st- well has a few different names in there, but um, I don't think there's many surprises. But uh, in goal is ex Rovers uh, player David Raya, uh, who had a great season for Brentford, but we won't be seeing Blackburn in the Premier League anytime soon. So I think uh, it's fine to shout that out. Um, he ended the season with 12 clean sheets, uh, 154 saves, giving him 20 bonus points and 166 points overall. Uh, it's a back three with uh, former Claret Kieran Trippier having a great season with a goal and nine assists, 16 clean sheets, top scoring defender by a long way, 198 points. Uh, alongside him was popular pick Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, another good season going forward, two goals and 11 assists, but only 10 clean sheets for Liverpool, meaning he was way behind Trippier with 156 points. Also 156 points was Ben White from Arsenal. Uh, two goals, five assists and 15 clean sheets uh, in a very good season for them that dropped off at the end. 
Into midfield, no surprise to see Mohamed Salah um, topping the scoring list for midfielders. 19 goals and 13 assists in what was a, a poor Liverpool season, but got him 239 points and third top scorer in the game overall. Uh, three Arsenal midfielders, Martin Odegaard, Bukayo Saka and Gabriel Martinelli, all got into double figures with, uh, with goals, 15, 14 and 15. Also got loads of assists between them and Odegaard got 212 points, Saka 202 and Martinelli 198. Um, completing the midfield, Marcus Rashford uh, on fire earlier in the season, um, got 17 goals and seven assists in the league. Um, meaning he had a best ever season of 205 points. And then up front, definitely no surprises, both the big hitters, Erling Haaland, 36 goals and nine assists, giving him, giving him 272 points, which also gets in the all-time team um, of the season across all seasons. Uh, and Harry Kane with 30 goals and nine assists, another great, great season for Kane. Not so much for Tottenham, and I think you're probably going to see him move on in the summer. Uh, 263 points. Uh, so that's uh, those are the names in the team. Any any surprise in there for you, Natalie? Or do you think that sums up uh, the season quite well? Yeah, no, it, it definitely does. And I um, didn't have many of those players in my team, which is probably why I sucked out at the bottom of the league. Um, I, I think... I think it was a. I think it's a difficult one, really, and I, I'm not an FPL expert, which will come as a surprise to nobody. But even I kind of realised that Haaland's domination kind of wasn't great for FPL because it just meant everybody had to have him, otherwise you had no chance of winning. But then there was no. It, it kind of skewed the ability of people to have a really good week and claw back some points. It felt to me because everybody had the same points in there. So I think for me, it seemed to be easier to win and get points in the head-to-head leagues, which I enjoyed more this year than maybe in the, the main bigger leagues. It's because you had a chance, if you could get a completely different team to just one other person, you could just for one week win a head-to-head and that would help you in the table. So that that was more of a fascinating tactic for me, I think, this year. Yeah, I think that's right. I think it were, if you did try and go against the grain this year, you got punished. Whereas in previous yeah. seasons, there were quite a few tactics that you could go down. Uh, it were the very template teams who did things by the book were the ones that pe- performed the best. Yeah. Um, so obviously, the main things are remembering to do it every week. But yeah, like you said, there weren't even a captaincy decision to be made most weeks. Just keep it on Haaland and and go on. So yeah, I, I yeah. completely agree. I think they need to increase his price quite uh, dramatically next season to give people a decision to make. But um, yeah, really good point that. Um, Shall I do a rundown of the final league table? Please. Yes. We've got a champion to crown. This is exciting. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So uh, top 10, um, Rob Watson uh, finished the season on 2,563 points. Um, my good mate from Tom and Daniel Main uh, finished in joint eighth uh, with 2,565 points, alongside Gary Proctor, also on 2,565. Seventh place was Jack Burton, 2,566. Uh, sixth place, Jack Greenolsh, 2,578 points. Last year's champion, Luke Lambert, had a really good second half of the season, uh, finishing in fifth with 2,583 points. Andy Bick was in fourth with 2,585 points. 
And then into the top three, Daniel Shepard was in third place with 2,586 points. And in second place, and Ursay, I've now, I now know he's short for Eric, as I've been in touch with him on Twitter, um, finished with 2,598 points. And in first place was me, because I've been giving everyone poor advice all season and just taking advantage of that. So, Adam, you're not allowed to win your own league. What is this <laughs> nonsense? I know. Are you so, kidding me? Did you actually win? Yeah, I had a really good last week as well. So I ended up uh, 34 points clear at the top. So oh, really, really okay. chuffed to bits, but it's a bit cringe in it, really. It's, it's a bit cringe. Is that an understatement of the year? How are you supposed <laughs> to announce it on Twitter like, oh, yeah. Sorry, we won our own league. Sorry about that. You've literally managed the league all season, Adam, as well. You've been our admin, you've been our content producer, and now you win the thing. I mean, I don't get me wrong, I'm feeling pretty smug that I put you in as our FPL. I've been calling you our FPL expert for all season, it turns out. You're, you're the director there. of football behind me, really, aren't you? I think. <laughs> yeah, um, I sacrificed my own points so you could win there. That's how that happened. But I think so because of... Um, yeah, thank you. Because of that, one of the prizes... Um, is to enter our enter our uh, podcasters league. Correct. Um, if you win the league, so I think uh, Eric should probably get that prize for finishing second in the overall league, and he's done very well for the last three seasons as well. He's been up there, correct, um, for a long time. Very good player. So that's fine. Uh, well, and then I the- I will make um, an umpire's decision on ruling on this. Is that I, as much as I jest, as much as it's a bit cringeworthy, I will honour our prize for the winner, uh, even though we won it ourselves. So we will get that prize sorted and sent to you, Adam, and you can share it on social media and you can get even more cringe. We can all throw something at you for winning your own league. Um, so let's move Well, congratulations. I am genuinely very pleased for you. Um, let's move on to cup winner. Was that a thing? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah. So out of the 419 cup players, uh, we had to whittle it down to the two finalists, which were Andrew Smith, and James Sherborne uh, had very different routes to the final. Uh, Andrew uh, Smith won every round that he played pretty much comfortably. Had a really tight quarter final against Jordan Ingle, won 81-77, but cruised his way through. Uh, whereas James Sherborne um, only got through the round of 28 uh, by tying with Matthew Lenny, but winning on fewest goals conceded, which is like the third thing that you have to go to. So it's basically a coin toss. Um, won by five points over Oran Howard in the round of 64, won by just four points against Luke Lambert in the round of 32, and then in his semi-final won 63-62 against Michael oh. Westbrook. Oh. So he really did um, have some close games. So unsurprisingly, it well, yeah, it won't surprise you that the final was a bit of an epic and it finished tied on 47-all. No, and you can you can guess who won the day uh, by most goals scored. James Sherborne is our, I'd say, luck was on his side, but very worthy, but slightly fortunate champion. So you can well be done, both James. worthy and you know, I'm a poker player. You can be both lucky and good. I understand that concept. Um, so very well done, James. You also qualify uh, for a prize, which um, I will very coolly hand over and delegate to produce a match to sort out. Um, and you also get invited as well to our podcasters league next year. So um, we will be sending, I say we, Adam will be sending you details shortly of how to join that. Um, 
we'll be running the league again next year, I presume, Adam. Excellent. Yeah, and you it's... are going to be looking at doing a show next year to give us more in-depth stuff, which I keep reminding you about and you've not yet come back to me on. So I'm just going to leave that out there again. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just I'm just gathering all uh, all the good ideas. So but any any of the listeners want to get in touch with any any features they want. Exactly. Especially our winners. Our feature. Yeah, yeah. Our, our winners, you know, our reigning champions. Um do come on and um you know, do things in, in month. Let's have a chat with things and, and guess and collaborate. Um, Dave, are you going to join us again next year? You have to, because I have to I be. I think I will, yeah. I'll, I'll rejoin you for uh, for next season. Good. I like it. This is a glory, oh, oh, glory boy over there, our Dave Roberts. Takes the season off when we're in championship and we get promoted. It's like, you're the Valt Vegost of the, of the podcast. <laughs> quit, quit when we get relegated. Decide you're coming back when we get promoted. Okay. Um, anything else for you to wrap up, Adam? I've just got a list of people who won the Manager of the Month awards. I'm not sure who got in touch and who did it, but if they didn't, then I'll just read the list of names really quickly. Great. If they want to get Perfect. in touch for a sticker, then uh, then they can. So the list of winners were Matt Steele, who's Rich's cousin, uh, Josh Slater, Rupert Booth, Jane Blair, Elena Kerner, Catherine Bibby, and then in February, I had three, Stephen Grogan, Jack Burton, and Oscar Haw, uh, Jason McKenna, Luke Lambert, and Stephen Brogdon won the May Award. So well done to all the winners. And if you haven't already, then get in touch with us via the usual channels for the uh, for your prize. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we um, sent out stickers to everybody who did get in touch. But that's a really good point, Adam. Thanks for that. Um, we have got a few that people who didn't claim their prize. So if you are listening to this podcast, we'll put it on social media as well. Um, we've got this season, we've got jazzy new stickers that are all fancy. Um, to give out to our Manager of the Month award um, and other merchandise uh, which will be coming next season which um, is also on my list of things to do we're going to be um, looking at maybe getting some beanies and some caps and some sports bags and things done where people can purchase if they want to or win through prizes so keep an eye out for that next season um, I don't have anything else on my list gentlemen anything else that we want to, to look at no, well, we're going to talk more about the achievements of the team, the senior men's team and the women's team in our next episode. Lots of awards for Vincent Company and our players. We don't yet know whether Nathan Teller won the uh, fans player of the season. I think they get announced next week. Uh, we'll give you a little bit of behind the scenes snippets of uh, our filming that we did for that. Um putting forward a case for Nathan Teller. Um, although I was forced to give a reserve and I went for Akpom in the end. Um, I thought that was a good reserve shout. Um, Dave, we've got a summer quiz, which we're going to be recording next week. Uh, remind our listeners what that's going to be. Well, it's going to be a surprise for a start, but uh, it's Ooh. going to be one where we're going to have two episodes, one reading out the questions. We'll leave them with you for a week or two, and then you can come back to us, and then we'll have a summary episode where we give out all the answers, which is similar to what we did last season because the Pope Master won which Adam won when we ran that two seasons ago that was a lot of hard work so <laughs> sorry Dave <laughs> okay. yeah on that note <laughs> let's move on uh, and we're also going to there'll be a prize as well for us summer quiz prizes galore there's going to be the whole turf's going to be littered with known and ever merchandise next season and as it should be um, and then we've also got um, then we'll start our pre-season and we'll start looking at transfers coming in which one of our four long players we've managed to get over the lines which one we haven't whether Ian Matson will prove to be worth 20 million or not who knows um who's coming through the door how our international players went on all sorts to look forward to um if you want to get involved drop us a line you know the drill by now twitter facebook dm on instagram 
anything, email us. We've got our dedicated email address, which is preview show hour at nonanever.net or podcast at nonanever.net. Um, hope you're enjoying your summer holidays. Hope you are still as excited about next season as we are. We will be in touch. Keep an eye on social media for the upcoming episodes. That's all we have time for. I've been Natalie Bromley. This has been the Known and Ever podcast and football show. Until next time. The Known and Ever podcast is brought to you in association with the Talk Sport Fan Network. Natalie Bromley is the host and editor and the show is produced by Matt Moss. Our resident statistician is Dave Roberts and our FPL expert is Adam Dennett. The analysis show team is collectively Tom Whitaker, Richard Steele, George Poole, Charlotte Rigby, Adam Dennett and Robbie Kopak. Our music is provided by George Gaskill and our newsletter team is headed up by Jamie Smith. If you don't already, you can subscribe to our newsletter by visiting nonadnever.substack.com. Our thanks as ever go to our partners, TalkSport. We are as ever proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.